Welcome to the Happy Client Show. This is the weekly podcast dedicated to helping inbound agencies master the art of truly delighting their clients. This episode is brought to you by Do Inbound, the project and process management platform built by an agency for agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ben and Andrew. Hey guys, welcome back to the Happy Client Show, the happiest show on earth. My name is Ben Butler and I'm joined here in studio, coffee in hand by my co-host, Andrew Dembski. Andrew, what's happening? My man, caffeinated, ready to roll, and very, very happy today. Yeah, me too. Especially because of our topic. I mean, we talk about game plans in our sleep around here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Andrew, do you want to kick us off by just identifying and defining what a game plan is? Yeah, an inbound game plan is a strategic path forward. It is both a delivery and it is a process. It is a asset that you can add to your sales process so that you can get your foot into the door with prospects earlier in the cycle. And it's also a unity tactic that you can use within an organization to gain buy-in and help people outside of marketing really understand what inbound could mean for the company and more importantly, what inbound, what impact inbound would have on their day-to-day life. So it is a lot of things, Ben, um, but at its core, it is really a journey to help you share the vision of what inbound could be and then create a roadmap for exactly what would be included to help start that process. That's perfect. And it's what so often inbound agencies are missing from their process. And this whole season has been dedicated to helping you come in with a uh, a plan and an approach after the client signs on the dotted line, I can't tell you how many conversations we've had with inbound agencies who say, yeah, I got, I got the buy-in, I, I got them to sign, and now I have no freaking idea what I'm going to do. And I just hope at the end of the day that it works out well. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, inbound is expensive. It, it's a serious investment from an organization. You need to have a plan. And if someone's going to put down this kind of green, hoping is not good enough. You need to have something to guide you. And so we've identified four milestones of successful inbound partnerships. Milestone number one, inbound game plan. Two, building the engine. Three, tweaking slash redesigning the website. And four, inbound campaigns. And so often people dive right into that, but you have to do all this other stuff first. And so we're going to be addressing the game plan aspect of this um, because prospects and your clients even after they sign on that online, they're going to have a lot of question about inbound game plans and why they're necessary. So here's exactly what they're going to want to know and maybe some. First question is what exactly is a game plan? Andrew, do you want to give us what your answer is to an organization who asks this? Yeah, I love this question because a lot of times going through the sales process, people are leading with uh, what they think is the solution. Oh, I need a website. Oh, I need. I just bought HubSpot. I need to start blogging more. And I love leading with a game plan because I get a chance to tell to tell them you need to take a step back. And before we start engaging in tactics, because tactics alone will not solve your problem, we need to think about strategy. Here at our agency, we lead first with strategy every single time. So we're not going to redesign a website for you unless we build a game plan. We're not going to engage in a retainer with you unless we build a game plan first. Because if they're not willing to invest the time to think about who they're trying to attract and why they're trying to attract them, what they're going to offer to them, that's not a good fit client. You go back to the five types of clients you shouldn't take on, and I bet you that that person who says, I don't really think – you know, Ben, I don't think strategy is where we want to be spending our money right now. 
if you get a prospect on the line that tells you that, that's a red alert. If they're only focused on tactics, send them to Elance. They can go find contractors there who can help them out. You are the value-added partner. You are the inbound specialist. So we always lead first with strategy. And so share with folks that this is this is the path forward. And we can't set goals until we know what the current state of the organization is. We can't identify what type of content we want to create until we understand the personas. And we can't map out exactly what inbound would look like until we know the questions that those personas are asking. So you got to lay that framework out. Uh, you need to have a documented system in place. And from the agency perspective, Ben, we like to think of this as a NASCAR race. Once the car pulls down pit row, you need to have a team ready to hit the ground running because you've got to start fast with a new client. If you want to show them results at six or nine months, you've got to have these building blocks in place. You go back to that client journey of game plan, build the engine, tweak the website, go inbound campaigns. There's a system here. We have this executed and documented. And so communicating that to the client as well. I just had a great inbound agency journey interview yesterday where they were talking about how they actually leverage their process in the sales as they're selling prospects to say, we're so well documented and so well organized here that you're not coming in to a random marketing team. You're coming into a team that is driven by process and has a structure in place. So communicating these things to clients are really important that we lead with strategy and that we have a documented process in place to help ensure that we can hit your goals both of those things are really important when you're answering the question of why do we need to start with a game plan. Yeah, and just to go a little bit more in depth of you know this, they, they usually start with what it exactly is a game plan, and then they dive into why do we need to start with one. Is you need a roadmap, you need something to follow. You can't just start shooting and not know what you're aiming at because that's a waste of ammunition. You need to go in there with a plan. And so starting with a game plan is a way to get everyone around the table to unify and to unite about a similar plan and something that has milestones, that has goals, that has step-by-step instructions. And as I always like to say, you are not a magician in the inbound realm. You're not going to succeed by going, poof, and there it goes, and keeping your clients guessing. You're only going to succeed when you come in with an approach and you can unite people around a similar goal. It's the only way it's going to happen. And once you pass that, the next question that they're probably going to ask you is, what are the defined sections in a game plan? Andrew, do you want to take us into the sections that make up this game plan? Yeah, game plan is really going to be organized into, into four or five different phases here. Um, phase one is just the current situation and understanding what is going on at the company right now. So the point of this is to get everyone around the table, get you guys to talk to each other because we, we can't figure out where we're going to go until we figure out where we are today. So we've got to have an open conversation. We've got to have an honest dialogue between all customer-facing folks who are leaders in this organization because, Mr. Prospect, if you want inbound to work for you, it can't just be top-down. It's got to be from the bottom up uh, and the top-down. There's got to be a blend here. So there's got to be buy-in from everybody. So having that conversation and just saying like the first part is going to be a situational analysis, understanding where where is marketing today, where is sales today, and then that is also what's the competition up to right now and understanding the competition. The next section is going to be all about your buyer personas and the types of buyers that you want to attract through your new website, through your new inbound campaign. What is the profile of these buyers? And then the third, the next section is going to be all about laying out the the funnel content, the build the engine funnel for the consideration decision stage content, the emails that we're going to send to them, all focused around those questions that we found in phase two, 
But that's going to be the meat of the funnel. And the fourth phase is all about your inbound campaigns, those tactics that they start thinking about first, the blogs, the tweets, the ebooks, that kind of stuff. That doesn't come until phase four. So in phases one, two, and three, we're prepping the shop for our grand opening. And phase four is when we open the door and we cut the red ribbon and we start actually inviting people in. So we kind of walk them through those sections uh, and then give them – because I kind of like – it's a natural flow to to the conversation. Uh, this is the way you want to think about your marketing and this is the way the game plan is organized as well. So that that process, uh, just explaining those sections to them flows really well into the next question that we want to identify here, which is just how long does this whole process take? And so, you know, walking someone through this from understanding what's currently going on right now to then scheduling more in-depth persona interviews, the, the answer to how long does it take is really just how available are you guys to meet with us? Typically two to four weeks is what we have found to be a reasonable estimate of time. If a team is really chomping at the bit and really excited to get started, then they're going to make themselves more available to these team meetings and to these persona interviews. Um, but typically that process is going to be a few weeks uh, to really get an understanding of what's going on at the organization. What are the customers talking about? What are the customer facing salespeople talking about? And building a strategy. Um, so you're gathering information, then you go and build it and then you present it. So that, that framework of time is usually two to four weeks going through that. Uh, and just really making sure that people have the opportunity to, carve out those meetings, make them a priority and communicating value through this whole thing. Um, that's really, really important, Ben, if you want to get folks bought in and if you really want to get inbound to work, like the length of time it takes isn't really that important. We want to make sure that people are bought in and that they're willing to meet with us through this whole process. Yeah. And something that goes along with that question, it might be before or it might be after that if there's not a clear understanding on the table is when will you and the marketing department have this done? And the answer to that question is, whoa, hold up, hold the phone, put it down, hang on one second. And so often clients will assume that just you and marketing will be approaching the game plan. And so when this question comes up, you have to go in there if you haven't already and say, hey, you know what? It's not just about us and marketing collaborating on this in a sterile vacuum. There's stuff that marketing doesn't know that customer service knows. There's stuff that sales knows that both of those departments might not know. There's people in the product line who know more. There's people on the servicing, the project management. You have to pull in every single key player that you can to the game plan process because that's the only way you can get all the pieces of the puzzle. That's the only way that you can be effective on your persona research and findings or your content planning. You need to pull in everyone. So if your prospect or your client, they ever ask you, when will you in the marketing department be able to have this done is when you have to interject and say, whoa, 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 hey, it's not just us and marketing, it's everybody. This is a cultural change. And if you're not willing to put your your key players forward, which you'll, you'll hear us say this again and again, if you're not going to give us your key players, we're not going to play the game. Yeah, and that rolls right into the next question is like, why does leadership need to be involved in this process? And Ben, we just had a conversation with someone with a, an agency that's using Do Inbound. We've got a, a customer mastermind group called Happy Hour, and they had this question where we ran the first game plan meeting, and uh, we were sensing that the owner didn't want to be involved in the further processes. And like, how do we identify, how do we address that, identify it, and then make sure that they're there? And it's kind of like just being leading with your expectations through the sales process. And even in those first few meetings, have it, don't be afraid to pull aside that leadership and let them know that, hey, this is really important 
to to be a company wide movement. Um, so I guess Ben, it goes back to the sales process here, um, just to tell them like as we're going through this, the expectation should be that the leadership is involved. This is a company initiative. This is not a one off marketing initiative, like you said. And if you're catching that vibe, that's a time to pump the brakes. And it's a good time to sort of put your feet down and say, if we can't get everyone around the table, we're not moving forward. Say no to a bad prospect. Because if they're not bought into the idea of inbound or at least willing to listen to the idea of inbound, then you're going to have a really, really hard time creating internal advocates and building out a movement inside of that organization that can give you the content, give you the availability, give you the insight that you need to be successful. So yes. without without really getting that own, that leadership buy-in and getting those relevant team members around the table, I'm talking sales, service, engineering, folks who have that insight, it's not worth your time. It's not worth their time. Um, you know, We really have to get everyone around the table. And so maybe that's pulling that president aside before your first meeting and just saying, hey, thanks for being here. Thanks for getting everyone else here. Just so you know, this is a very important process. This is going to dictate the direction that inbound takes your company. Like having that more one-on-one conversation, getting them on the same page is going to be really, really helpful just to get buy-in, get, get them to kind of put their flag on this hill as well. Yeah. And so often you hear, uh, you know, the leadership team say, that's why we have a marketing department. That's why we have a diverse team. Can't we just have them do it and follow the rest? And I have never actually seen that work. I've never seen that approach lead to successful inbound partnerships. Whether your partnership lasts for one year or three years, eventually, again, the wheels are going to fall off the bus and then you're going to get thrown off the bus as well. It's happened to us countless times before we realized, hey, we need to get leadership bought in. We need to educate them. So really, here's why it's not just about the marketing department again is it's an entire company change. It's It has to do with the way that revenue is going to be produced. You know, the way that lead generation happens and changes in an organization is a big deal. Revenue is everything to a company. And so they have to be involved. It's it's relevant to everybody. And so once you kind of overcome that, they're probably going to say, okay, well, how much time do we all have to carve out? And Andrew, whenever you're asked that question, what is your answer? I Yeah, I'm very honest and upfront with this to just tell them that there's going to be there's going to be a game plan discovery meeting where we need those key members to come around the table. So they need to make that a priority. This meeting is going to last, you know, at the minimum two hours and at the maximum a half day. Depends on how many people we have there, depends on how many personas we need to work through, that kind of stuff. Um, the next thing we need to commit to are persona content expert meetings. And these are going to be folks within the company who have an area of expertise around a specific type of buyer. So if you've got someone in sales who always calls on the manufacturing clients, that's the person I want to talk to when I'm building the the manufacturing mark persona to get their insight and to get their understanding into that persona. Um, that's going to be really important. And then the third thing around what how much time is going to be around your customer uh, contact list because we want to have the opportunity to speak to customers that are representative of the different personas. And the best way to do that is through an introduction from someone on the team. So if you're in person, you have that ability. Uh, doing like an in-person office call is fantastic. If you can do that, that's, that's great. If you can't, a phone call is just as good if it's introduced by someone that they already know. Um, hey, so-and-so, this is Mr. Sales Rep. I want to introduce you to 
Ben, Ben is a consultant that we're working with at this moment. He'd like to ask you a few questions about a day in your life. Something simple like that, but it's a, it's a trust transfer that we want to get our foot in the door. So making them willing to do that is really, really important. Um, you know, it's the biggest time impact of a game plan is how many personas are we trying to target? If you're building a game plan for three personas, it's pretty straightforward. But if you're trying to build it for 10, that's way, first of all, it's like way too many to go after from the start. And second, that's a lot of meetings to hold. So if you can get it like, um, between two and four personas, it's a good place to be. Uh, you can usually turn that whole process around in two to two to three weeks. Yeah. And last but not least, what do we get in the end? And this is probably a, uh, the last question you're going to face before they're ready to rock is what exactly do we get as an organization at the end of this? And, you know, this is a valid question. And the answer to this is the game plan is part pep rally, part conference, and part strategy. They're going to get the experience. They're going to get the knowledge. They're going to get educated. But on top of all of that, they are going to get a defined specific plan that identifies research and intelligent action steps for the first 12 months of the relationship. And honestly, it doesn't get any better than that. It really comes down to this plan. And if all you do for an organization is the game plan, your goal should be that the game plan and the game plan process, again, part pep rally, part conference, and part strategy should be so good that if they really felt compelled, they could do and carry out that plan on their own. But the goal, obviously, is to have your agency do that as well. But it should be so good that they could do it on their own and they should understand it so well that they can do it. Yeah, and I think a, an important point to kind of highlight here is that you don't want to position this as like they're paying for your proposal. It can be a little bit easy for a client to think, oh, wait, I got to pay you $4,000 just so you can tell me what you're going to do for me. We want to highlight then the process on top of that because there's value in the process here. There's value in bringing people around the table for a half-day conversation about where we're taking the company, what's currently happening right now. So that's why when Ben says it's part pep rally, part conference, part strategy, highlighting all three of those points is really, really important to communicating the full value of this of this product because it's not merely a stack of papers they're going to get on their desk in 14 days. It is a journey. It's kicking up a conversation and it's initiating a movement. That's the that's the sum of the parts here. Uh, so communicating that well so that folks understand what they're getting for their investment. Um, so if they are paying you, you know, five thousand dollars for this communicating that through this process, you're going to gain so much more perspective on your company than you would have had today. And part of the value is the delivery. Part of the value is your your role as an agency facilitating this conversation. That alone is going to produce a lot of fruit for them as well. So that is a, a wrap here on these top questions that folks are going to be asking. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this and take some action. Begin to add game plans to your sales process Begin to add them to your servicing process. They're really going to help you put a system in place so that you and your team can behave like that NASCAR pit crew. When you sign a new client, you've got something up and ready to roll so you can hit the ground running. Thank you for listening to The Happy Client Show. You can find the notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash happy. That's doinbound, all one word, slash happy. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound the world's first process and project management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review of the show to help spread the happy client show vibes. 
Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.